What's up, everybody? It's Thursday at 5, and this is League Talk on WEGL 91.1 FM. On this show, we'll be discussing and debating a wide variety of sports, prospects, and matchups right here in Auburn, as well as across the nation. I'm Gordy Stewart. Let's get right into it. What's going on, everybody? You're listening to League Talk on 91.1 WGL. I'm Gordy Stewart, and I'm here with my boys, Adam Shoup, Tucker Haygood, and Bo Jewell, and we're back for Season 2, Episode 2. Let's get it. What's up? I'm back. Tucker's hey, back. Hey, hey, First Tucker's back. Back. back in the studio. I was studying for a test last week. It didn't really help. School comes first, bro. It's not that deep. You got it. True. True. I am a little sick today, and it is possible, I confirmed today, to be regular sick instead of corona. I got the test. I'm all good. So my voice is a little messed up, mm. but... Uh, I didn't know that other sicknesses were a thing this year. I honestly didn't either. I assumed oh. the worst. Oh. But we're, we're all good. We're chilling. You're negative and everything. Uh, quick shout out to our boy JP for having us on his show uh, yesterday. That was so fun. It was a, it was a time. It, it's on uh, Live with DJP. Uh, you find it on his Facebook, um, as well as his show that he does every single Wednesday at 7. He's got a couple of different shows. I love hanging out with yeah, that dude. Yeah, he's uh, got an Instagram page too. He might post some clips of it. But yeah, it was really fun. We just got to uh, you know, talk about what kind of music we're into, what we've been listening to lately, and just lots of stuff. It was, we just kicked it. Yeah, it was, it was nice. So go check that out, definitely. Um, but let's get right to it. Yeah, sports. 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 So, so the, the MLB, the baseball season, is, has come to a close. Uh, it ended on Tuesday night with uh, the Dodgers taking game six. Uh, it's good for the Dodgers mm-hmm. to finally win one after what felt it, like they've been on it, the wrong end of the stick yeah. for the past couple of years. I mean, they've been close. Drought. They've been so close the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. I feel like they just keep, they're just been one piece short, and it was, it was definitely go- good to see them complete the puzzle today. They also the got one, you know, stolen. Yeah, from they played the by Astros. The, by the Astros in, was that, 2017? Yeah, 2017 World Series. Yeah. If the Astros won this year, I think everything would have blown up. Well, and that's what me and Tucker had talked about, is we wanted to see uh, – we were very interested in a possible Dodgers-Astros rematch. I didn't want the Astros to complete the 3-0 comeback, but yeah. if they did, I like Dodgers-Astros and Dodgers get to you know finally play them where it's fair and square. Yeah, and, get their vengeance. Yeah, exactly. That would have been cool, but, I mean, shout-out to the Rays for putting together such a good team with, like, such a small amount of money. I think although the Dodgers win the World Series, the biggest story from all the World Series is how this guy out of nowhere named Randy Rosarina just Mm -hmm. just all of nowhere decided to put the whole entire organization on his back. Was he even on the team last year? I don't believe so. I believe he played for the Cardinals. I could be mistaken. Uh, He, like I mentioned last week, he was very close to not uh, making the team in spring training and somehow made it and was plugged into the lineup in August yeah. and hit like eight home runs in oh some of those gosh. games. And That's so insane. they were like, okay, well, this guy's getting hot. I guess he's going to play in postseason and then just had the best postseason arguably for any player in MLB history. Yeah, I mean. He well, Corey hit- Seager as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Corey Seager is insane. I think Corey <laughs> Seager, yes, he deserved to win the, the MVP considering, you know, how how dominant he was on such a dominant team. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
a Rosarina kind of just sticks out because nobody really expected it. Yeah. Uh, if you look at these stats, I mean, it's hard not to give it the the World Series MVP to Seager. He had a f- in the World Series had a 400 batting average, 556 on wow. base percentage. This is just postseason. Just the World Series. Just the World Series. Just the World Series. Yeah. That's insane. And a 1256 OPS. But if you compare it to a Rosarina, the batting average are lower for a Rosarina and on base he's 364, 462, but he was hitting bombs. Yeah. He's got an OPS uh 1234, 773 slugging percentage, which yeah. was better than uh Corey Seager, but I mean it was is fun to watch. Yeah, it was good baseball this postseason all around. Um we saw a lot of dominant pitching matchups like in the earlier rounds, but the later ones was uh you know, I, a lot about scoring runs, at least in the conference, uh, the conference finals series. Um, but the World Series pitching did kind of end up being the biggest factor, and the decision by the Rays manager, oh, Kevin Cash, Kevin to Cash. Take out Blake Snell, who was, was throwing balling. a gem. Yeah, he was balling. Yeah. <laughs> he was throwing a gem. Like he, I think, only gave up two or three hits. What was that the sixth inning they pulled him? Yeah. So mm-hmm. he, uh, he was. Uh, it was in the sixth inning. He had already pitched five and a third. He had just given up his second hit of the game. That was his second hit in the sixth inning. Yeah. He struck out nine and was only at 73 pitches. Mm-hmm. So it's not that his pitch count was too high. It wasn't that he wasn't pitching well enough. I guess he saw that Kevin Cash saw something in the matchup saying, okay, they have a guy on first. They only had, what, a one-run lead at the time? Yeah, it was one nothing. It had been since Randy's. This is a in the first inning. first inning. This is a former Cy Young Award winner on the on the mound pitching in a must win game, mm-hmm. and you take him out for putting one guy on first. For putting one the second they, guy they had one out. Right? I don't really understand. Yeah, I don't really understand that decision. I know that in baseball there are managers who certain like certainly will pick. They have preference for pitchers versus lefties or righties, and as Tucker said, maybe it did have something to do with a guy being on base already, but, I mean, he was throwing a heck of a game, and, yeah. I mean, that's the biggest game for them the whole year. It was just a weird yeah. decision. And guys have such a short le- leash in the uh, postseason, especially in the World Series, but, like, man, when the guy was lights out like that, you can't I, – I think that decision lost in the game. It and did. Ultimately well, lost he was visibly pissed off. I mean, if you yeah. saw the he – was, he was cussing all over so the place. And, I don't know when his contract year is, but he's definitely – Gonna be thinking about going to one of the bigger market teams soon. I'm sure. Poor guy. Um, speaking of bigger market teams, uh, the Chicago White Sox, yeah, uh, a team that had a, a very good year, mm-hmm. who at one point was leading. Uh, I know they were winning the, uh, the Central. Yeah, the AL Central. I don't know about the whole American League, but they were up there at one point. Yeah, at least. But they uh, new accusation of Tony Larusa, former as manager. yeah, as as manager mm-hmm. who hasn't coached in nine years. When he coached for the Cardinals, right? Yes. And they won. They won. World and the A's multiple. and the Oakland yeah. A's. Yeah. And the A's. Yeah. I love it. I love. What is he? 80? 70, uh, 70 something. Was he like seventy six or something? Seventy six, seventy four. Um, I mean, he's a Hall of Fame. Yeah. He's a Hall of Fame guy. He's already I, in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. yeah. And me and Tucker were talking about this earlier, and I kind of think, well, they fired their manager, the White Sox, did so quickly. Um, after they lost to the A's in that uh, short wild card series, um, which was kind of strange to me because I don't think the White Sox have made the playoffs, and I, I can't, I couldn't tell you the last time. Yeah. So I kind of have a theory that maybe they were talking to Larusa uh, before this news came out, like because why else would they have so quickly fired a manager who finally got this team to the playoffs? Well, like, it doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Larusa used to be the manager for the White Sox like 35 years ago. I. 
did not. That was that. actually where his managing career started. Okay. Was on the White Sox. Yeah. And Whoa. they fired him. So it's kind of came full circle. And that kind of makes the decision a little bit more questionable because yeah. he's had his run. I know that was a long time ago, and he's done better than he did originally there on other teams since then. But I just I think it's cool they're giving him another chance. I like yeah. the guy. And he hasn't, uh, what we, is nine years in retirement? Or eight years, nine years? Nine I think so. Years, yeah. Nine yeah. years. He hasn't coached since 2011. So it'll be interesting to see um, when they won the World Series. Yeah. Retired. Wow. Yeah. Wants to come back and kind of do what Brady's doing, I guess, in Tampa. You know, prove that he's still got it. I mean, he's going to have to turn around an organization. You know, I who who do you think are your early picks? I know it's definitely way too early, mm-hmm. but for the next World Series, I know you probably have some teams you like already. Yeah, I think the Dodgers have a great chance of getting back there. Mm-hmm. I think you know they have the, a lot of pieces. Yeah, the Braves. Speaking of the Dodgers, I mean. The red the Red Sox fans have yeah. to have to be talked off a cliff right now, probably. Yeah. With how well they just watch Mookie Betts play and win a World Series and they finished third worst in mm-hmm. baseball. And his first year there too, like right after they traded him. Yeah. That's uh, yeah, they're definitely gonna be a little upset about a that. A little bit one. upset. I mean LA is looking like the new title town. Yeah. At the mo- we talked about Tampa maybe if the Rays won. Well, I guess we didn't consider LA like, yeah. uh Lakers. I guess the Rams would have to come full circle or chargers you know or chargers yeah. yeah true true they're I, what like two, i don't see that happening. four maybe? i don't see that happening do we have any yeah i don't know i don't think the rams win but mm. never know well uh i was just gonna say the yankees yeah for next year you i mean you gotta, gotta throw them in there mm-hmm. uh too much talent not to yeah too much talent in the city but who knows yeah there's lots of ones to think of i like the a's i honestly think the white Sox. Uh, we'll have a good, a, another good season. We'll, I'm not sure about how they'll fare in October, but uh, Braves, Braves yeah, are very good. Young team. Oh, the Braves, Braves are going to be coming in next year, pissed off. I would, uh, I would love to say the Reds. No <laughs> idea what Trevor Bauer is going to do, and our hitting is was just so bad. Um, we can go ahead and cross pitching. off the Tigers. I think. Yeah, probably, I think that's probably safe. the Rangers safe, as well. Yeah, both of you cross safe them off. To say with that <laughs> one, but um, yeah. Yeah, baseball was fun this year. Looking forward to Baseball is fun. Definitely playoff baseball is it's just visibly different and more intense than regular baseball in the regular season. Mm-hmm. And I feel like these guys, they're celebrating way harder. They're playing way harder. It's its twice as enjoyable to watch. Yeah, they leave the it all The pitching's insane. Mm-hmm. The pitching is insane. Guys like Glass now are guys that I honestly wasn't very familiar with, and he just pitched his butt off and... You know, it was just it was there's the pitching was insane this year. And yeah, Kershaw finally redeemed himself at yes. least as far as the World Series goes. Mm-hmm. Um, he was tired of being pitching. a meme. Yeah, he pitched really well in the games that he played. Well, they pay him too much for him not to in those minutes. Yeah, and like he's so good throughout the regular season. Everyone knows he was already mm-hmm. a Hall of Famer. Now this just probably cements it. Yeah, yeah. Did you know Kershaw went to the same high school as Matthew Stafford? I think I think we've heard. I think. Didn't we talk You've about probably this last said week? that before. I'm just gonna keep saying it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Dallas, Texas. Yeah. All right. So moving forward. Yeah. Speaking of football. <laughs> yeah. Talking about football. Offensive rookie of the year um, is something that there's multiple guys who are options. I feel like it's the race is becoming more and more clear between Herbert, J- Joe Burrow, and Herbert. But yeah. Justin Jefferson has been just as impressive. I know he might not get as much opportunity because he's a receiver and other guys are quarterbacks. But man, I mean, these young guys are destroying the league. They're taking over. Justin Herbert has is such a raw talent, and it's not even like fully developed yet. Mm-hmm. And he has so so much longer to just sharpen his game. And I really, I really am a fan of Justin Herbert. Uh, and that's opinion. what uh, people had said about him, like just his uh, 
like looking at his draft card, you know, he's six six, like he's a big dude. He's yeah. built for it. Can exactly. throw the ball. Like he he's a pro style quarterback. Everyone's been saying he's one of the best guys. Um he can move to too. He's tough. Even before like his draft year, even yeah. two years before that. He's got an arm. Yeah, too. and he does. He has a cannon. We he's yeah. he's tied in the NFL for touchdown passes longer than twenty yards. Yeah. As a and rook. he's he didn't start. I guess he started playing in week two, didn't get the start until week three. Yeah. yeah. That's what it was. He came in week two. He's pretty much solidified his position. Yes. Yeah. I Definitely. think I don't think But does is there any way that he gets it over Joe Burrow? And do you think that the losses that the Bengals may or may not have at the end of the season? Chargers you, might too. You well, can't put the losses on Joe Burrow. No, it's not on him. I agree. It haven't been his fault. Um, I agree. I think Burrow has the edge still at the moment, but That's biased. only time will. Yeah, it is. I mean, I, I am biased, but, but it's still true. Stats, I think. Yeah, well, I think if you do edge. look at the stats, that's the interesting thing. Is Joe Burrow? Yes, he has more passing yards. He has two thousand passing yards, which incredible. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, but with two games less, uh, uh, Justin Herbert is only like five hundred yards off, mm-hmm. and Justin Herbert has three more touchdowns. And two less interceptions. It's close. It's definitely it's close. So he has he has close. a higher touchdown to interception ratio, mm-hmm. but he doesn't have the yards. Yes, Chargers have better receivers. Undoubtedly, have better receivers and, and a better, better O line. Undoubtedly, I don't know about undoubtedly receivers. I mean, the the, the Bengals have good receivers. They they just have like O line. Yeah, Bengals do. The Bengals the as a core. Like, I don't know. The Chargers, def- Keenan Allen's definitely better than the Bengals' top receiver. If mm-hmm. you want to say it's AJ Green or Tyler Boyd, yeah. But I think as a full core, the Bengals actually do have skill players. They might be they deeper, might, yeah. and Joe Mixon is better than Josh Kelly. I but well, I, and they, Eckler's out too. But yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. So I think for my decision is since the touchdown interception ratio is better, mm-hmm. and There's still he, games he does have the yards. I think they like cancel each other out. You think you have to look at they're both what one four and one, right? Uh, the the Bengals are one five and one. one the Chargers five, are two, two and four. four. Yeah. So. I think uh, if you look at the record at the end of the season, if it may come down to that, it, it might. It might. They're so close right no now. No one. No one really expected either teams to be good. If the Chargers somehow get themselves in a position to be in the question, I guess in mm-hmm. such a hard uh, division. division that they're in, mm-hmm. I think it. Yeah, I think it would have to go to him. But yeah, Tucker, you also like close. Justin Jefferson. I do like as your sleeper pick. I well, yeah. I think uh, I don't think he can win, but uh, still impressive stats. Yeah, I mean he's. Rookie, I think he's top ten in receiving yards. He has like over five hundred yards through six games. He deserves his respect for sure. So he could. I mean, we're looking over a thousand yard receiver over on the year. Uh, I think although he might not win, I think he he might. He's definitely the as of right now the best rookie receiver. Yes. Out of that yeah. class, in such and, a in such a receiver stacked mm-hmm. draft draft class. And to be honest, I'm not even sure how much uh, wins are factored into like rookie of the year. They probably should not be. Maybe I, I actually in don't. the NBA, I feel like, like they factor that as, in way too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then um, like MVP, obviously you have to because it's like you know you're thinking that's the best player on the best team. You know, like I think that wins matter more. But as far as rookie of the year go, you're like, wow, which dude is just standing out the most, like ahead of the pack. And Clyde I agree. Hilaire too. Yeah, yeah, maybe best running back from class, and then um, I do think Jefferson is the best receiver so far that we've seen of this rookie class. Like CD Lamb's all right too, Mm -hmm. and then Dax out, so it's hard to like really judge that. Yeah, yeah. Justin Jefferson has been really impressive. Mm -hmm. It's hard to it's hard to you know get through that debate on uh, 
you know, giving the award based on value to the team or overall player. Well, if you put value to a team, I say Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Yeah, but they already had. Like, That's actually a really good so point. I didn't. Pieces. But Clyde has had a heck of a season. He's he's carrying Agreed. the running game for them. Well, now they, didn't really they have, have anyone to carry it before them. But he's True. doing. He's doing. Yeah. No, I'm not saying I'm not like discrediting him, but he has been put into the best system in football at the moment. And Le'Veon Bell might cut some of his touches as the season continues uh, if he decides. It's still crazy they got Le'Veon yeah. Bell. Yeah, it still is. I honestly is. don't even know how much he'll factor in. Like, I don't even think they really needed him, but it is a they scary didn't. element. To they didn't need him. Now. I was worried that that would give them chemistry issues because he's a guy that's notorious for wanting touches, I think, as we mentioned last mm-hmm. week. Yeah. But, yeah, it would be interesting to see how that continues. Another guy who is notorious for wanting touches is Christian McCaffrey. And he was supposed to return tonight. Unfortunately, I have him as my number one pick in the whole draft, fantasy running back. I thought he was going to return tonight. He's not. But Mike Davis, in his place, has been He's impressive. been doing well. He's been impressive, and he's mm-hmm. handled the running game on his own. Yeah, put, putting up not the same numbers, but honestly not like not much different yeah that's uh, he's doing we're more big than in fantasy ask, football sure. obviously yeah. and as far as fantasy number goes he's like not as not super far off from where McCaffrey's at but of course McCaffrey is just on a different level McCaffrey has more touchdowns I think that Mike Davis has more yards per carry and he's had more touches so therefore more yards also mm-hmm. but when McCaffrey comes back do you think that's going to be a dual running back system there in I guess the only way they they have to use him like that. They're both great running backs. Yeah. But well, is McCaffrey not the best running back? He can also in play. He can also play slot receiver too. I think they can use him anywhere on offense. I think it's a system. I think it's the Carolina Panthers system. How they run their offense is getting the ball. You know, touches to their running back, establishing that run game, getting him out in open field. That's what they did with McCaffrey, and then they just switched it over to Mike Davis. Mm-hmm. So I don't think anything about the system really changes. I think they just have. People they have people. they have will another they split guy. Players. Will they split yeah, reps? Yeah. They will split reps. Mike Davis uh, has earned touches. Though, yes, because it used to be just McCaffrey would get. He played like ninety nine percent of the snaps. And he'd on get offense. like forty well, touches, and especially when McCaffrey comes back. I think they're confident enough in Mike Davis to be like, well, we can we can kind of ease McCaffrey back into the offense. Like he doesn't have to get the 30, 35 touches a game. Yeah. yeah, Mike Davis can take the load off of him some and keep McCaffrey's body, especially up. coming off an injury too. Exactly. Like you gotta. Yeah. Gradually so as far as back. fantasy goes, you guys would agree that maybe McCaffrey's value is not going to be the same as it was prior to injury, and you don't think that Probably. Mike Davis's will be too diminished upon the return of McCaffrey? Not incredibly, uh, but it will af- affect both of them. Yeah, so. I think Mike Davis goes down, McCaffrey comes up. It's They're both not as good. I think, like I said, it's just the system, and now they know, okay, we can put different. We can put more than one guy in. Mm-hmm. What's yeah, beneficial for both of them, or for I mean for the Panthers like coaches and stuff, is that both of those running backs – are really good at catching the football. They so are. they can play in like anywhere on the field. Yeah, they could run two running backs right next to each other. They could get crazy. They yeah, could they definitely could go be really it's gonna be innovative. interesting too. They got a running quarterback too. Mm-hmm. So. Well, you know, we're at the point now in the NFL season where the only undefeated team in the league is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Should not I, be undefeated. I hate that. <laughs> but I mean that they've earned it. man. There's no doubt they've earned it. Big Ben, I guess, is back. You know, and they have such a deep receivers core, and guys like Claypool have came out of nowhere, starting to dominate. Where's and Juju been though? He hasn't he, done he, anything. So they're, last they're, week, they're last week he went off. The receiving core is so deep. I mean, Ben is moving the ball James around so many different solid, guys. Um, guy from Oklahoma State, and their defense is carrying still. Yeah, their yeah. defense is for sure. Uh, and James Conner has been good. Uh, they're, Benny they're, Snell's played a lot. Record wise, they're the best team in the NFL, but. Are teams like the Chiefs and you know 
Baltimore. Like Baltimore and are, are those guys? Do we go strictly off record, or do we don't think they play, the Steelers are really the best? Don't no. the Steelers play Seahawks this week? The Steelers uh, play the Ravens. Play the Ravens. Play, play the Ravens. And the Ravens are minus four. The Ravens are predicted to win by four points. Vegas knows something we don't know. Well, uh, I, wish I, I knew think what. it's based off of their past matchups, and Lamar's done like I saw it earlier on ESPN against top five defenses in his starts. He's like six and zero against them, oh and has done really well. But uh, the Ravens offense really hasn't looked like it's been going at the same level as it was last year. It so hasn't. I don't know. Uh, but their defense also, they give up the least amount of points in the NFL. Yeah, both of these defenses are incredible. That's so, probably game of the week. Mm-hmm. I think it, it, it's definitely game of the week. That We'll call that our game of the week for sure. Um, but I, I like the Ravens, to be honest. I mean, they're going to put up points, I think, against the Steelers' defense. I, uh, you know, I don't know how you can stop the Ravens from putting up points. Do you think the Ravens can stop the Steelers? Yeah, Who, who's easier to stop on defense? Uh... You would think the Steelers, but the Steelers some somehow, somehow find a way yeah. to get somehow. some points. I have no idea how. Um, but I do think that we have to take the Steelers' record with a grain of salt because their uh, competition, like up until the Titans, really hasn't been incredibly hard. I think I said this last week. Like, so that's why you know maybe value like the Chiefs a little more, the Packers a little more, like the Saints a little more, like because some of those teams' uh, strength of schedule has been much more difficult than the Steelers has been. Yeah, I agree so, with you. I, I agree know. with you. I don't, you I'm, I don't think anyone's talking about the Saints enough. I, I know I'm a Saints fan, but uh, their defense, yeah, it's shaky this year, but uh, it, I still think Speaking that Speaking of the Saints, though, what, what do you think about Michael Thomas? Yeah, Tucker, yeah. what are we going to do about Is he going to be the same when he comes back? Uh, He will. Uh, it's, It'll just be a... Uh, you know, just staying healthy. It's just one of those injury years. That's, as someone who has him on his fantasy team, yeah, I really, you're hoping. <laughs> I want for some it. good stuff from him. He practiced <laughs> good vibe this week. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he came back today. Sign. I think. Yeah, he practiced today. That's um, a good sign. So well, was there issues with chemistry? What was the deal with his? Well, team? didn't he get? Didn't he like get in a fight with his teammate or something? So this is what or happened. Coach. He got hurt. Got a high ankle sprain. He's out. Uh, he's practicing. He's back. He gets in a fight with. C.J. Gardner-Johnson, who's a starter in our secondary, uh, the fight is not the problem. Teams fight. It happens on every single yeah, roster. Especially on the opposite si- side of the ball. In every like single, they're, they're going after Yeah, in every sport, too. Yeah. The problem was after Michael Thomas was talking back to coaches, including Sean Payton, and, you know, Sean Payton. He's not put up. He, well, yeah, he's a, he's a veteran coach, and he said, this is my team. Take a seat. Uh so they sat him, which, you know, might not be the end of the world because uh, he was coming off an injury. So, you know, sitting out one game might help. Mm-hmm. Practices again, tweaks his hamstring this time. And that was just, I mean, that's just an unfortunate mm-hmm. uh, injury. That's, I mean, there's no way of, I don't hold that against him. I don't hold that against the Saints. I don't, there's, that, that's a, uh, no matter how, what kind of person you are, he's just got injured. Yeah. So yeah. I think, you know, might not come back this week. Uh you don't think he's going to come back this week? He might. I mean, he just started practicing today against yeah, I mean, on Sunday. Yeah. I do true. think that when he comes back, the Saints' offense is going to start to look like significant. Well, really polished. Well, it's not Kamara's fault. Really, Any loss no, that they've had. Their offense has looked good still. Mm-hmm. They've still been able to score points. And then with having Michael Thomas, who has been the best receiver in football the past two years. Yes. Um, Without a doubt. Yeah. He, like, assuming that he's able to even play it like. Some kind of fraction of that level, it's their offense is going to take. Well, that and uh, Emmanuel Sanders has been out. 
he yeah, he didn't play against Carolina. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you take it. And he was pop, he was filling in that spot pretty well. Yeah, he took over the role as number one receiver. So get, I think that makes him better having Thomas back because they'll, they'll yes. focus so much on Thomas that Sanders look at look at the Seahawks option. with DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Yeah, because like yeah. you focus on one, then the other one's going to burn you. Yeah, so I think the the team gets better if if he's back on the field. I don't think it's a chemistry problem. I think it's just you know yeah they're they're gonna they're gonna ball. They're gonna be the, your twelve and four Saints mm-hmm. at that point. I really hope Michael Thomas comes back and just goes off. My fantasy team <laughs> needs it. Do you like the Saints against the Bears this weekend, Tucker? Uh, it's going to be a lot closer than uh, it has been in previous years. The Saints usually have a field day with this matchup. But uh, I think, you know, Saints are they're on a three-game win streak right now. Who's favored? Uh, I think it's the Saints like minus four, four and a half maybe? yeah yeah like four. it's gonna Somewhere be definitely that, close uh they have a good defense the bears mm-hmm. do uh offense has looked terrible yeah, our, de- cheeks. our defense has looked terrible so uh it's it could be close it, it could go either way i don't I, th- I think the saints win but i don't know about the covering honestly it could be a, a close matchup yeah, yeah it could be it'd be a good game nonetheless yeah mm-hmm. yeah a bunch of good games this week. Yeah, there's another matchup. We got two guys here with skin in it also. Yeah. Titans, Bengals. Definitely. This yeah. is the best matchup we've had all year. Time to tighten down. Let's I don't see. know about that, man. Who, I don't know if Joe Burrow can save you this time. Well, it hasn't really worked out so far. Yes. <laughs> so um, the the Titans are obviously predicted to win this game. Shoop, yeah. why do you think the Bengals could cover well, plus it, Do you think they could upset them? And if so, why? Well, okay. So a little background. Me and Bo now have uh, – a wager on this game are two teams. I have plus six for the Bengals. I Give love me it. minus six. I love it. Day. I love it. I'm taking it out. See, the line has moved to five and a half. And yeah. if I were you, I would be so thankful that I took six. Yeah, I mean, either I'm way. still confident, though. Yeah, I, I think it will actually be a uh, a good game. Um, the Bengals' offense has looked solid. It's been scoring points. The, def- the defense and offense never play well in the same week. Um, the O-line is obviously horrific. Got to get the ball out fast. But the Titans' defense has been letting teams score a lot. That's why they're. Also, have I think so we close. have like top five most interceptions in the league. Too. Yeah, their their takeaway rating's good, but they give up a lot of points. Yeah, um, Titans are not good yards. at covering either, if I'm correct. Yeah, they like to make keep it close. Mm-hmm. And uh, something love to give heart attacks. They're they're <laughs> not particularly good at covering on the edges. Yeah. So that that gives like uh, Auden Tate and AJ Green maybe an advantage this week, but. Um, I don't know. It'll be interesting. Titans good, are good definitely luck, a better team. Good luck stopping Derek. That's yeah, how many part. yards does Derek Henry have this exactly. week? Two hundred. That's plus? that's why I was trying probably. to avoid talking about that <laughs> lot, because like, I have probably. no answer for Derek Henry. I have no no answer. team for real. But yeah, does. nobody does. I mean, it's kind of crazy. It's the more you give him the ball, the better, better he does. It's so weird. Yeah, I think. Uh, well, you have to contain him. I don't think anyone has a chance of stopping him. I think there's more weight than than the Steelers did on Tannehill on Tannehill's shoulders. Yeah. I think he is going to have to throw the ball. He's going to have to throw it well. And he's been throwing. A.J. Brown's back, healthy. Corey yeah, Davis. A.J. Brown. Corey Davis. Good, Johnny Smith. I mean, the ti- I like the Titans. They, they got a good team, and I, don't, I have no They're idea how the root Bengals for. are going to be able to slow down um, Derrick Henry. I think he probably gets uh, over a buck 30 yards. Yeah. <laughs> You're just going to have to put up points and match theirs. Yeah. And, they like, I honestly, the Bengals will probably – you know, our secondary is up at the be up late, somehow play. fall apart, Titans score. But I think the Bengals cover plus six. Yeah, Sorry plus six. That. Yeah, I think it'll be close. There's there's another massive we'll spread. See, we'll um, see. <laughs> there's a massive spread 
this weekend in this Huge. Chiefs Jets game, and I, I don't think I've ever seen a spread that large in the NFL. Was it minus? There's been 20? very few. It was like minus twenty one and a half, and it's been hammered down now to minus nineteen and a half. And Shoop said some ridiculous stat yesterday. There's been uh, what was it? it was there's been like fifty four games or something, and since they've started like doing spreads and stuff in the NFL, uh, that have been more than three possession uh, lines yeah. and that the team who's favored has only covered three times. That's it. That's wow. insane. That's the only reason that I, like, yeah, of course, I think the Chiefs can beat the Jets by 20. It sounds great, but, like, I don't know. Is this know. a trap line? Do I, they think I the think Jets it could don't? be. Well, realistically, though, they're like, the Chiefs are a great team. They're going to go in there thinking, you don't, I mean, I don't the know. The Chiefs are going to come in cocky as heck, That's what I'm saying. Like. That's kind of what happened with the Bills and the Jets this week. And, and like, it bit them. Bills right, almost lost the game. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, they, they did not cover complete, minus 12. Yeah, completely overlooked the Jets. So they're still a pro football team. I know we trash them, and I know they're just awful, but I don't know. I think it could be a trap. Vegas line. is trashing them yeah. with this line. But you can't blame them. They've I mean, so what are they? 0-7? 0-6? 0-7? I think yeah. 7. Now. Are they going to win a game? Mm, I need to look yes. at the rest of the schedule. I mean, there's uh, no way. Yeah, who, what is the Lions win, uh, winless, I know. Twice. Yeah, fully aware. Do you guys hear that? It was tw- they went winless twice. Yeah, yeah. Is there a mute button somewhere? <laughs> Is there a co- where's the cough button? When was the last time the Bengals won over like eight games though? Bro, we went to this playoffs won- six years in a row. Yeah, but have you won a game in the playoffs in the last? What? Six do you- years? Who are you talking to? You're the team right behind Cincinnati. <laughs> I'm, fully, I'm fully aware. But I would say the Lions and the Bengals are in the same boat. In the Bills, the Bills haven't won a playoff game. Yeah, in also I thought the like Bills were. Years. I mean, Bills are. So well, they not made a bad the playoffs team, for the first time like last year. Right? So, yeah, yeah, they lost to the uh, Texans in the yeah. wild card. After yeah. this matchup with the Chiefs, they play the Patriots, the Chargers, the Dolphins, the Raiders, the Seahawks, the Rams, the Browns, and the Patriots again. There okay. might be two wins in there, maybe. Maybe. But awesome. what would that be? The Browns and the, the you Browns know, have been the Chargers. I don't know. I mean, the, probably the not. Pats have been playing. Who like knows? you say, all those teams, and I'm just thinking they play the Jets. That's a win for you. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's just a win. Uh, yeah, I don't know where, but they'll get one. I think they'll they probably do. Maybe At a tie. Least. Maybe oh, 15 and one. Yeah, yeah. they get that one would be win. that would be, crazy. <laughs> That'd be super funny. All right, guys, we're gonna go to a quick commercial break. You're listening to League Talk on 91.1 WEGL. We'll catch you in a few. And we're back. Um, we're now gonna talk about some college football. Uh, we, a couple of us, minus Shoop, traveled last weekend to Oxford for that Ole Miss-Auburn game, and boy, was that fun to watch how upset they were after we caught the dub. They scream so many weird things. They just yell. They just yeah, yell. They, they just love yell. yelling. I kind of enjoyed yelling also. Same. Same. <laughs> like, just yeah. for the weekend, though. Yeah, like just win in, win in Rome. Yeah. But yeah. that was that was a good game. I mean, yeah, I was calling Oxford-Rome. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. I probably use that term way too frequently. <laughs> well, okay, so looking back, Auburn, Ole Miss, uh, the run game, offensive line out of nowhere, looked great. However, defense did not have an answer for the run game at all. No. That's been our story, I feel. Actually, our story's been all over the place. Yeah. We, haven't even, we don't even have a story yet. Yeah. Like, last week, we fed Tank Bidsby. Like, we talked about they need to establish the run, and we did, and it worked. He had 130 yards on 24 attempts. I love him getting 24 attempts. And he had a couple yeah. touchdowns, too. And Shiver still had 11 attempts for 60 yards. That's awesome. It's good getting – we haven't – he's been kind of injured, right? Like Shivers? It, yeah, because yeah, we haven't seen injured. him much I think the, he was injured in the early, rotation early. lately. Yeah, he had, he had six attempts uh, against Kentucky and 11 this past weekend, but – yeah, I think Tank is 
pretty much taken over RB1 with two touchdowns that game also. Yeah. yeah. He's a stud. But Seth Williams also, 134 yards. I love it. He needs to have over 100 yards every week if we're going to have a chance. He's still the best player on our team. Yes. Is Seth, Seth Williams. Williams. Yeah. 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 Okay. Him and Anders Carlson. <laughs> Most this reliable. year, he's been year. consistent. Yeah. Those two are the most reliable. Consistent. Like seriously, yeah. Yeah. Sure. you know what you know what you're going to get from both of them. Mm-hmm. True, Bo uh, Nix, you don't really know what you're going to get. He did. He, he, he did pretty well. But he, he did well. It's because the run game was there. Yes, which is and once I you establish the run, you can get comfortable. Mm-hmm. And we're going to keep preaching this. Yeah. By the way, yeah, mm-hmm. Auburn needs to keep the ball on the ground for like for the offense to work. We have yeah. to have a, yeah, and then a couple plays he would pull it. He had he averaged five point two rushes. Uh, or yards per carry. Yeah, yeah. he had ten rush down. attempts. Yeah. Bo can, he can run. Yeah, he can run, run the ball. Games there. Sure. I just, I, if we give up two hundred and eighty-three rushing yards, if you're not gonna, yes, we won, but you're not gonna win many games giving up that many rushing yards. No, and I'm kind of afraid about LSU's running game because their running game is nice as well. And last week, they did a solid job um, against South Carolina running the football. And it was, you know, they had 22 rush attempts from their leading running back, Davis Price, 135 yards, 18 from the backup, 90 yards, eight from the third string. Like they're, they're throwing the ball even less than Auburn is. So we're going to have to figure out a way to stop the run. And our, yeah. And without, we're going to need our linebackers to be healthy. I don't think we were completely healthy this uh, past weekend or even yet this whole season. No, well, they haven't been healthy. Uh, KJ Britt was out last week. Will he be back this if week? If I'm correct. That hurts. It does hurt, but yeah. he's a leader of defense, that's for sure. So I kind of think this will be like last year Auburn LSU was like a defensive slugfest, just a, a great, hard, gritty game. Um, I think this one will be high scoring. I do too. Ole Miss all that's over again. A, We're just going to relive it last Probably. It might, it's going it to be similar. similar. I don't even know. The over, uh, over under is at 65, so that's high. I don't even know if I like the over, but I'm saying I think – like, we'll see both these teams get in the 30s at least. Um, I'd be shocked because LSU is giving up over five yards per carry right now. Yeah. So I think in practice, if I'm Gus, if I'm Chad Morris, hey, let's keep getting the ball to number four. We yes, gotta please. It's working. Pretty pleased with a cherry on top. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's what Auburn fans want too. Let's go through Tang. He's fun to watch, yeah, It man. takes so much pressure run off the R- Bo Nix. Run the RPO with Bo mm-hmm. Nix. Uh, take Bigsby, Seth Williams, just those three guys. Yeah, that that could be our our offense. That's, those are your yeah. big playmakers right there. And so I actually like, I don't even have a ton of trouble with the offense. I think we're starting to find a groove offensively. Yes. It's the defense needs to tighten up though. Like yeah. they, tighten shout, up, shout out to the Titans. Tighten Didn't up. even mean to. Uh, <laughs> I was using the actual. Talk about the shout out the Black Keys. Yeah, that too. <laughs> shout out Black Keys. Shout out also. them too. Yeah, shout out them. Um, but yeah, no, I I think the defense is going to be the biggest thing if we want any shot at beating Bama or like any shot at beating some of the bigger teams still. But yeah, defense has to get healthy and, and play well. Well, yeah. Vegas likes LSU. They the line is Vegas. Uh, LSU is minus two and a half. Um, in Jordan Hare on Halloween, we will be there. We don't know what costume we will be wearing quite yet. We're so we're going costumes for sure though. Yeah, we have. I feel like if you're going to the game, it's you need to wear a costume. Maybe it's spooky season. Spooky season. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to be. We thought about stormtroopers and a bunch of other terrible ideas. If you've got any ideas, the let us know. The game's in two days, though, so like, let us know kind of soon. Yeah, please hit <laughs> us up like ASAP. <laughs> Is Coach O going to be uh, getting some girls at Sky Bar after the game, you think? Uh, Dude, yeah, I don't know. Listen, let me just tell you about the about old Coach Ed Orgeron. This man. This man goes out, wins a national Daggers. championship, 
He gets he, divorced, divorce, I think, divorce He's married to the wife. game He's, the He's married to the game. Married, married to, to the, the game. game. <laughs> and what, uh, what goes with the game comes the ladies. Facts. Yes. College lady. I love and it. He is just, he's living his best <laughs> life right now. Over the quarantine, we'd see those videos of him jogging. Yeah. It's Looking uh, like an absolute workhorse. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. If uh, I can only hope to look that good. At I know. Years. I know. I mean, uh, my goodness. <laughs> I, all I'm saying is there's no question Ed Orgeron's doing something right. Yeah. And so I wouldn't be surprised to see, uh, you know, if, don't, if things don't go our way. See old coach Ed Orgeron uh, in the boom, boom room. Yeah. Saturday. Night. He's going to, he's going <laughs> to know what the move is. It's What's the move, fellas? That is but, you know, speaking of Auburn, I think we kind of left out the Cam. I think it deserves mentioning Cam's spot with the Patriots. Um, you know, he his spot, he said in the postgame interview, is in jeopardy, and which is hard to believe when you consider his backup is Stidham. You know, there's two Auburn guys, so, like, if you're an Auburn fan, you don't care. But if you're a Patriots fan... You know, is there is it seriously possible that Cam's I, spot is actually in jeopardy to Jared Stidham? I don't think so. I, there's no way. There's no but he way. said it. His words, not mine. I mean, yeah, Cam, he's probably got that mentality. He was like, I got to work harder. I got to be better in my spots. I mean, that's a good thought to have, I feel like, for a quarterback. Agreed. I think at, at one point that the, uh, I mean, Bill Belichick, such a great historic coach, will realize, you know, okay, we've tried this Cam thing. He's thrown five interceptions in his last two games with no touchdowns. He looks like he doesn't know what he's doing on Dude, the play. Have you all seen he's, that? Have you seen the stats? Throw. He only throws to the left side of the field. You last said game, that. You last said. game, he threw two times to the right side of the field. That is so predictable. And one of the times was an interception. Yeah. Might be because his shoulder, his shoulder's hurt. His shoulder, yeah. That permanently was his, messed up. Yeah, that was his thing a couple years ago. I, he, he clearly has trouble throwing the ball. At some point... They, I mean, they've already tried to put Stidham in. I mean, both are just, I mean, it's just so Stidham hard to watch. Stidham falling and tripping on, on, his the, first, on yeah. the very first. And his like, first play last year picks it. Yeah, yeah. last game was a pick. And like, he threw a pick. He also threw a pick um, last week, too. Like, what did they do? So uh, if you're I, Belichick, I you're so think, mad right now. Like, I actually don't. I agree with Bo, mostly, that I, I don't think Cam is actually going to get benched. But he they is, he is looking up. at it as like a wake up call, yeah. And like maybe the coaches have been like, "Dude, you gotta, you gotta get it together." Yeah, because well, I think Cam's their best option because they're they can't pass the ball. They can't. I mean, they can't yeah. pass the ball. And he's just—it's not even like he's missing guys short. It's not like he can't make the throws. He's just not accurate. Yeah, yeah. And well, and Stidham looks like he doesn't know what to do. So yeah. they're gonna run the That's ball. True. And who's gonna be their best bet to help contribute with that run running game? Because that's all they have, basically. Yeah, is Cam. Be Cam. Yeah, and Burkhead's been—he's been all right. Mm-hmm. And they rotate like four running backs. Yeah. all the time. Well, Michelle's been out. It's gonna be Michelle. Cam's I, favorite target, Edelman, is gonna be out this weekend when yeah. they play the Bills. Is that his favorite target? I don't even. He's like, been. He, he likes Edelman's on my fantasy team, really. and I benched him after the first week. He's not been putting up like seven points, less yeah, than seven points. They have no quarterback. Well, they can't throw the football. That's also true. It's hard to say who his favorite target is. I guess you would think it'd be Edelman. But yeah, I mean the Bills are—they're starting off five and two. I don't really like their chances, and if they lose with Cam this week, I don't know what they do from here. Well, the, yeah. the Bills haven't been playing great football the past three. They years, started off hot, but neither have the Pats. Right. Yeah. So this this could either like this could be a dumpster fire. <laughs> it easily it could, could be, be very really low scoring too. Game. But yeah, it could, it could be like a ten to six football game. I would not would not surprise me in the least. Yeah, but we never bet the under, so no, no. still don't take the life's under. Too short. Hammer the life's over. too short to take the under. Yeah, agreed. Do agreed. Because you don't want to lose on a team scoring lots of points. Like if anything, you'd rather win from a team scoring lots of points. Yeah. 
Very true. Very true. Anyways, last year we were league talk, all basketball, so it's only right that we get in our two cents on what's happening. LaMelo Ball has just recently met with the Minnesota Timberwolves, who have previously stated that there is no clear number one pick in their eyes. If you ask me, there is, and his name is LaMelo Ball. He just signed yeah. to Puma. He's the, he's the answer for their team. He's going to match with D'Lo and Cat. So what other well, options are Anthony there? Edwards. Anthony Edwards. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't think they want D'Lo to play more off-ball. I mean, Anthony Edwards would fit better, I feel like. They want D'Lo to play off-ball more? That's. Think? He's a combo guard. He's a combo guard, both. and LaMelo can also do both. I just yeah. would love to see D'Lo and LaMelo together. I'd love it. I mean, I could. it would work because LaMelo is going to be a really dynamic player, but um, it's going to be fun watching I him. I don't know. I could. I, Anthony Edwards is also just like. He could easily go number one also. But, I'm not saying he won't. He easily could. Mm-hmm. Whose ceiling Wiseman? is higher? Well, they have Cat, though, so he wouldn't. Wiseman yeah, doesn't. True, true. Originally, the Wiseman was, that's what all anyone would talk For about. Warriors, James Wiseman this, yeah. to the Warriors, yes. Yeah. But the Timberwolves having this first pick, you think it's either it's either Anthony Edwards or Lamelo? Yes, it's mm-hmm. only it's only those two. Tucker, I, who do you I think agree. they go with? Uh, I don't. Th- I think it, it's going to go either way. I think they make that decision at the last minute. I don't think it's. I think they're going to go back and forth, and no matter what, they're not going to be a hundred percent confident yeah. with what they choose because mm-hmm. it's so close. That I mean, it, it it's gonna go either way. That GM's been tossing and turning in the past few months. Yeah, he, he's he's not. They're not gonna know what to do till the last minute. Well, yeah. the Timberwolves need they need stats and they need them immediately. And they're trying to turn around a team that was like good last year. Like they had a good roster last year and still was not able to put together wins. Yeah, they you gotta need, hope that this last piece or this next piece that they have. They want wins immediately. Exactly. Who is going to help them do that better? Is LaMelo more NBA ready than Ant? Than Ant? He's been playing pro ball since he was, what, 16? Right. Yeah, but I mean, Just, what, in Lithuania and New Zealand? You're right, but he's got... Also, yeah. also true. Yeah, true. The competition's not But he was there. killing it out there. He was still yeah, professional I mean, he basketball. was killing it, but Anthony Edwards was killing it in the SEC. So. He was. He was. Statistically, his his... He was. It's kind of like the Harden effect. If you have to take that many po- that many shots on your team, your your percentages are going to go down. So his were not that high, but points wise, he was putting up all the points in the world. And he, there's no question he's NBA ready. Yeah, you can put the ball in the basket. So no doubt. That's what they care about. No doubt. But yeah, I think those first. Uh, wait, the Warriors have the second pick, correct? Yes. Well, actually. Mm. I was going to say the first two picks. And the would, Warriors would don't. Mello and Anthony Edwards. They don't need I don't either know one. If that's for, even though I think those are the best two players. Yes. Yeah, I don't think that's a lock. You think they could go for Wiseman? Well, if you want to make they things even crazier, back. if you want to make things, oh, yeah, they could the Warriors have already stated they're not taking Wiseman. Yeah. It's so it's I'm very dude. interested in what they're going to do. Uh, Denny of Av- Avija. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Apparently, he's supposed to be a bucket, a forward, uh, like small forward. Oh, dude, he. Have you seen any of his videos? We watched him the other night. It's so hard to tell. Like I was low on Luca because I'm thinking, well, look at the competition. Like these guys are not good, but. Now, after seeing what the impact Luca and guys like Chris Porzingis have had in the league, I really am starting yeah. to respect those guys. Yeah. And Danny Avija is nice. Yeah. No, I was pretty high on Luca, but I also am aware that he is kind of like those kind of guys don't just come out like that often. He is, he's, another, he's special. Yeah. He's for sure. on Luka? another level. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he won the Euro League MVP at. 20, mm-hmm. 19. He, he was playing against LeBron he when he was 16. Yeah, yeah 15, yeah. 16 like, years old. I mean, but I've seven been... Seven years of professional basketball before he played. I've been wrong about those guys too. Remember when everyone said Mario Hazonia was, was going to be exactly. like a that's, beast in the and league? And that's kind of what I think this uh, Denny of... 
Yeah, Denny Avija. Avija. I'm hoping Avija. that's right. Um, and I'm not saying like I'm rooting for him to not do well because the Cavs might end up drafting him, so I might want him to be Luca. But yeah. uh, <laughs> I, I just you become know. a huge what fan. Picks the, what pick does the Cavs have? Cavs have? fifth. Fifth. And the, I think, the yeah. I, don't the, I think that's they've had like the fifth pick. The past, and the like, Pistons are right after them. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean it'll be interesting. Definitely see what happens. Uh, Danny Green was just in an interview the other day. Uh, he's getting interviewed by ESPN, and they were talking about possible start times for the new season. And obviously, they played all the way up until a couple weeks ago. And as of today, the conversation is that the NBA season will resume on Christmas Day, or maybe even before. I heard it's like the twenty second. Maybe I, I, I maybe I've seen they Christmas, want the day. Christmas Day. Game. They want to. They they are all they're all about the Christmas games, which I am too. I yeah. love watching NBA on Christmas, mm-hmm. but. There's a bunch of guys in the league that apparently are not. Danny Green said there's no way on God's earth that LeBron would play on December 25th, along with some of the other vets. He thinks all the vets sit. No. I don't – is that really what we've gotten I mean, to, the, where vets job. sit because they, like, don't want to get hurt and stuff? Like, they're tired? Like, that's really what we're at, where so we're soft. at? So soft. So no. soft. They, well, and I, also, but, like, Danny Green is, not, to my knowledge, he's not really – uh a credible source. Well, the, he's not <laughs> yeah, true. He's true. trash. He's not one of the higher ups in like the NFL P, or I'm um, sorry, the NBA PA. Um, so I I don't know if we can really take him talking on behalf of the whole league. Like I don't know what to do with that. He is still an NBA player, obviously. Yeah, I agree. That. I think the I think the whole I think every single year from here on out should start December 25th. I love it. Mm-hmm. And you see, there that are way, yeah that mm-hmm. way the the uh, you stop competing with you know football at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And then, like basketball will end right at the beginning of football. Yeah, and uh, it'll just like you It'd know, be a good transition. Yeah, and you'll have they, baseball. I think. I think we'll have, like yeah. sports. The around. flow of yeah. sports will just yeah. be better if they played eighty-two games starting December twenty-fifth. And they they've uh, they had mentioned that that hey maybe we we do this full time, but I think the reaction from the players has been that they don't want to do that. They yeah. want less games. Well, also. They, they'd still play the same. Yeah, that's true. They they'd play the same amount of games, have the same amount of off season time. It would just be at a different time. Yeah, I know. But like first, they they said they like their uh, their summers with the family. Well, so they, uh, they wouldn't want to go as deep into the summer because a lot uh, of for spending. I mean, with their family. there are. Teams, I guess that makes sense. There uh, are teams that haven't played in like a year. Yeah, like there are teams that all the ones that wanted to start that losers bracket bubble. Which I don't even know who thought that was a good idea. That never yeah. actually materialized. But those guys haven't played in a year. They have to be dying to play, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I mean, if they don't, wh- when are they going to play? If they don't play December twenty fifth, if that's the start, I guess sometime after. Uh, they talked about New Year's also. It's it it's honestly still a mess. It's so up. In They've the talked air. about pushing back the draft. The NBA right now is in a weird state. Like they are just literally playing everything by ear. Because mm-hmm. at least like, uh, and NHL is probably in the same boat because they always have a similar uh, schedule as far as timing goes. Yeah. Um, but the MLB finished in October as they normally do, so they're on schedule for next year at least as far as right now. Yeah, winter meeting, spring mm-hmm. training, all that. But stuff. it definitely puts the NHL and the NBA in a weird spot because their timing didn't work out quite like everyone else's has. Mm-hmm. Tucker, speaking of NHL, do you know your Rangers? Or I guess that's New York Rangers. I'm definitely getting my teams confused. Yeah. Well, the Rangers have the number one pick in the draft. I was just checking to see what the Red Wings have. We're somehow the fourth pick. Where's the Preds at? The Preds are Probably the 11th w- pick. Oh, okay. Wow. Wow. 
Yeah, well, I guess that's irrelevant. All right, speaking <laughs> of irrelevant stuff, Bo. Oh, shoot, I'm excited. This man has been taking vegetable... What's uh, the name of the vegetable class? Vegetable production. Shout out, Dr. Foshi. And it sounds like the most interesting class I've ever heard. Study of uh, horticulture. It's, a, it's actually super interesting. And the, and the teacher, if anyone's listening out there, take it. Take it for an elective class. Super easy and very interesting. But Yeah, tell us about what I mean, so you learn random shit, facts. Like random that. facts. I come back with a random fact just about every day or every Tuesday, Thursday. And we're going to make him come up with a random vegetable fact every it's single not gonna week. not going to make me. I enjoy doing this. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, this, this week's veggie fact of the week is that corn... A single corn stalk is both a female and a male. And they, repro they reproduce and like they can't reproduce with just one plant. They have to have a huge uh, like a field of like corn. A huge field of corn. And so the wind blows all their, you know, their stuff their all over. Stuff. All oh. over the other ones and germinates them and then creates new baby corn. Baby corn. Mm hmm. Maybe I'm, that's where baby corn comes from. I didn't even think about that. I love baby corn. I love baby corn, too. The more you know. And now we But know. next week, I'll have a better one. <laughs> All right. Well, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. I'm going to give him applause for that one. That was pretty snaps. snaps. snaps um, another thing that we were going to start doing. We have a dog, an apartment dog. We're all roommates. It's, it's Bo's dog. Little Mutt. Yekis, Echo, whatever you want to call him. It's a little bit of everything. Yek. He <laughs> is picking now. Every single week, we're going to have a yak pick of the week. Yes, we had a lock of the week last week. Uh, Packers minus three and a half. It was the leak talk. Lock. Cash. Smashed. Should I we, wish I so had a cashier button. Should we do a lock of the week or should we just do Thursday night football? Well, it was Thursday that, night football. That well, is I now. We could, what we'll do now. Why not both? Yeah, well, we just, could have, do both. just have Echo pick Thursday the, night football. Yeah, the yak, yak Thursday night football. That's awesome. And we don't touch week. it. We don't touch Thursday it's, night. It's, it's Echo's. It's, it's all to Echo. Yeah. Echo gets Thursday night. Well, Echo, if you check out our Twitter, League Talk, you can see the video. It, he picked the favored team. He, he picked Panthers. He was minus very one. excited to and pick the Panthers. Instantly. Yeah, yeah he was, seemed like he was going at it immediately. Two pieces he of bacon on opposite sides, put him in the middle, he tried, to get it, tried to get him And right from confused. the gate, he was going for the Panthers. Yeah. He knew. He said the Falcons are going to choke. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean the Panthers will be up the whole game. The Falcons are notorious, as everyone knows. For blowing games. Yes. So yeah. the Falcons might be up 10 20 points even. But the Panthers, according to Echo, will Whoa. still cover that minus one. I like <laughs> it. I think he's right. I trust, I trust and I him. I think that he's man. right too. <laughs> I trust him too, dude. I trust, I trust him with my life. So re recap last week. Um, Gordy had the best record. Two and one. He has more wins last week than he did the entire uh, season one. Of yeah. I'm going to give a comeback season. I'm going to give myself some snaps. So yeah. I'll give you like two. Uh, me and Bo both went one and two. Um, one and two is not terrible. Yeah, yeah. We all hit the lock of the week, so that was See, good. See, Tucker is at an advantage slash disadvantage for not going to go last week, but Tucker, yeah. you better start us off this week. What are your locks of the week? Okay, so I'm I'm doing football. I'm doing one NFL, two college. Uh, pick one. I know we were just talking about them. Is I'm going I'm gonna go with the Bills minus three and a half at home against the Patriots. Patriots have a good defense. Yes. Patriots have a terrible offense. Yes. Awful yes. offense. Yes. The Bills, they haven't scored over 20 points the last three games. I I don't think there's, you know, I don't think you have to dig too deep into it. I think it's just a team that ha didn't click. I think that they'll bounce back to their normal stuff. And they're, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they win by more than 10 points. I wouldn't either. I like that one a lot. Mm -hmm. And then uh, my two college, 
I'm sticking down south, the SEC. Florida hasn't played coronavirus, so they might be a little rusty. However, I, I still like them. As I mean, you can take them 12 and a half or 13. I think they cover that at home against Missouri. There's no question Florida can score points. They've done it in every single game. What's, uh, the, what's the receiver? Kyle Pitts? Yeah, Pitts, their tight end. He's so good. Yeah, he's very he's good. He's like a receiver tight end combo. Yeah, he's, he's so fast. fast. Yeah, yeah, that dude is a stud. He's I NFL. Think, I think he'll, yeah, he is NFL bound. Uh, Claypool actually, I believe, started as a tight end. I think he could Whoa. easily transition to. Yeah, I did not like know Claypool, that about like a Chase Claypool. Yeah, Claypool is big, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And fast. So I think uh, that Florida team's going to be ready to get on the field, and they're just going to have a field day with Missouri. Mm-hmm. And then my last one, this this one's a little bit of a stretch. It could be. Is Kentucky at home plus 17 Ooh. against Georgia. Georgia, I, there's something about that 11 o'clock game against an East team yep. that Georgia loves to play kind of close. Well, last year they lost to, to South, South Carolina. Carolina in a similar spot. I think a similar time of year too. Yes, and the the uh, there's the stat that Kentucky as an unranked team against a ranked team is they cover the spread like almost every single and time. And that's a lot of points. I like that. Pick. It's a lot of points. And Kentucky is actually a sleeper. I mean, we, They're we two got and to three. see them against Auburn and they played and that us game well. was very much well. closer than the final score. 11 o'clock say. game. 11 o'clock game. Their defense is very solid and their offense can move the football. It's only of like they scheme very well. I yeah, guess. and Georgia's defense will be tough, of course. But um, yeah, I I like that a lot. Yeah, I, I think I'm pretty confident in my three picks of the week. Yeah, but uh, so shoot, what you got? Time. What are your picks? All right, I went one and two. I'm going back for three picks again, all football, two in the NFL, two overs there, um, and then one college. I'm going uh, Minnesota at Green Bay over fifty. Both those offenses are. Uh, they're pretty good. They're both very good. Can score a lot of points, and their defenses are are solid, middle of the pack. But I think Green Bay wins th- that game by like, you know, somewhere around double digits, and it they should hit over fifty mm-hmm. quite easily. Yeah, I like, I like Green Bay minus seven. Off. Also, yeah, I like, think that like that could hit. But yeah, and um, I just I think that these offenses are too good, and their defenses are subpar, and that over fifty is. Perfect, perfect spot for. Yeah, this. I think they both put up points without yeah. doubt. The other one I have is uh, Oakland at Cleveland over fifty-one. Uh, the Raiders' offense has been pretty consistent all season. The only team to beat the Chiefs, believe it or not. Um, Dave Dave looked solid, and the Browns' defense is, you know, I mean they obviously have studs and uh, Miles Garrett and Denzel Ward, but outside of that, it's not a super deep defense. So I think they'll score. The Browns' offense has looked great. The pa- I can't even lie. They, they've looked really good. And then for my last one, uh, I'm going to take UNC at Virginia minus 6.5. Virginia's pretty, trash. Virginia's really we'll bad. We'll reiterate that. I, I saw that. Good. I liked that. And you too. cashed last week against Virginia, correct? No, I did not. Ooh. They, Miami looks sluggish. Ooh. Did not play well. Ooh. But I'm going back at Virginia again. I don't care. I'm still going against <laughs> Don't them. care. UNC to win by a touchdown. Let's do it. I love it. All right. Now, real quick. So, Bo, you want to go over your picks? Yes. Uh, well, this is kind of given, but Shoop and I's pick, I like it. It's now at five and a half. Since I'll go what the book says. I like the Titans minus five and a half, but our bet still still holds for That's minus an L. six. That's an L. I don't know about that. Um, so, I also, I'm betting on my teams this week. It's been, um, I'm going Auburn plus two and a half versus LSU. 
You like to have some confidence in your own team. And this is just a random college football game. Coastal Carolina this year. Well, I hate it when it does that automatically. All right. I like Coastal Carolina minus two and a half versus Georgia State. Uh, Coastal Carolina, they're ranked this year. I don't even know what they're ranked, but um, give me give me minus two and a half for sure. I like it. I like it. Those are, those are both of yours? There's up three. You all three of yours? Yeah. I only have two. I uh, went two and one last week, and one of my wins is betting on the Lions, who I'm not afraid to say are on a hot streak. We've won two in a row. We've won three of our last four. And if you look at betting trends, it will give you every reason in the world to not bet the Lions, which something inside me is telling me that means I need to bet the Lions. Detroit is 0-6 in our last six home games. Yeah. Okay, that's over with. Well, as a side side note, by the way, me and Gordy did a side bet on just for fun because yes. I took the Colts just you know just for a little a friendly competition. But I that's not one of my picks. I'm only doing this you know just just to make it interesting on Sunday. Yes, and my other pick is over 51 and a half on this Falcons Panthers game. I like Yex with the Panthers to get the win, but I think the over hits. Both these teams are going to score a lot, and it's going to be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys for listening to League Talk. We're running out of time. It's been a great hour. Thanks for listening. It's been a great hour. Tucker, we're so lucky to have you back. Glad to be back. Thank you. You're listening to League Talk on 91.1 WEGL. Thank you for hanging with us. Catch you later. Peace out. Thanks for listening to League Talk. Tune in next Thursday at 5 p.m. on WEGL 91.1 FM. For more sports content, check out WEGLFM.com and follow us on Twitter at LeagueTalk underscore WEGL. If you ever miss a show, check out our previous episodes on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. This is League Talk, and I'm Tucker Haygood, signing off.